Welcome to Coffee Podcast. I'm Emma. And I'm Allie. Every episode, we play you a short story to listen to while you drink your morning coffee. Excellent. It's the best time of the day. It's important. So this week was my turn. So I picked Morning Meeting, read by Ella Watson-Russell. And this is another John Steiner. Have a listen. (coughs) Right. Everybody, let's settle down, please, said Edgar. You've all had some time this morning to mingle and get to know each other a bit and hopefully you've enjoyed some coffee or tea or delicious carrot cake at the refreshment table. Big thanks to Martin for organising that. But it's time to get down to business. Edgar looked over the rims of his glasses at Charlie and Dave who were still talking. They stopped, and Edgar continued. Okay, now. The conventional way to carry out a kidnapping in Western countries has always been to kidnap someone quite prominent with a lot of money and then demand a very high ransom. This invariably results in the kidnappers being caught. For one thing, kidnapping someone prominent attracts a lot of attention from both the media and the law, and demanding a high ransom is naturally going to make people balk at paying up and encourage them to seek alternate resolutions. Is everyone with me so far? There was a general murmur of assent around the room, so Edgar went on. In some countries, Haiti and the Philippines come to mind, kidnappings are carried out in a much more pragmatic fashion. They kidnap someone fairly average, well off enough to pay a decent amount in ransom, sure, but not anyone from a well-known family, not anyone with power or connections, and they demand a reasonable amount as a ransom, something people would be willing to pay up rather than deal with the uncertainty and headache of the alternatives. Edgar turned to the bespectacled man behind him. Ted. Have you got those handouts? Ted nodded and went around the room, handing out a piece of paper to each person present. Ted is handing out a list of 500 names. Each person on that list is just an average person from a middle-class background. They will never be expecting to be kidnapped, so they'll be easy to pick up. We're only going to demand a ransom of $4,000 from each of them, a very reasonable amount that will be pretty easy for their families to get together quickly and pay up. If each of those 500 names yields four grand, we'll have $2 million. Subtract that, uh, about 100 grand for operating costs and dividing what's left equally among 15 of us. We will each walk away with over (laughs) $120,000. Sure, it would be nice to make millions of dollars and retire to some tropical island. But does that ever really work out? In movies, maybe, but in real life, no. (laughs) They always get caught one way or another. But we're aiming low, under the radar, setting achievable goals for ourselves. And 120 grand isn't bad for four weeks' work. Now, are there any questions? Fiona raised her hand and Edgar nodded to her. Edgar, um, could you describe the logistical aspects of the operation for us? Um, For example, where will these people be held and how will the ransom money be collected? 
Yes, thank you, Fiona. They are very good questions. First of all, the holding area. In the guise of a film production company, we will rent out a large warehouse down near the airport. I believe... Ted is already working on that. It will provide us with the industrial kitchen and the toilet facilities that we need. We are sourcing army surplus cots and bedrolls. We'll also need to set up some televisions and board games to keep people occupied. We will want to be able to accommodate about 100 people at a time, rotating them through in about three or four days. As for collecting the money, we will have a number of collection spots in the form of locked boxes concealed in various spots along Foreshore Drive, each with a number allocated to it. When a ransom note is sent out, the number should be entered in the database against the person so it can be held until the money is collected. At that time, the number will be released and we can be used again. Uh, we don't want anyone going to put their $4,000 in the collection box and finding a wad of cash already there, now do we? <laughs> Fiona raised her hand again. Um, what's to stop our, um, victims, let's call them clients, said Edgar. <laughs> right, um, what's to stop our clients from going to the police once they've been freed? Uh, or their families from going to the police while we're holding them for that matter? Very good questions, said Edgar. It is critical to this operation that we maintain a consistent image of menace. This is where our marketing team comes in. The demeanour of all our communications, ransom notes, phone calls and so forth needs to elicit a genuine fear that harm will come to the clients if our instructions are not followed to the letter, which of course includes no police. <laughs> this mainly applies to the families and to the clients afterwards. We are expecting that while in our custody, our clients will experience a certain degree of Stockholm Syndrome and we've hired a psychologist as a consultant to help our guards develop techniques to enhance that aspect that will minimise escape attempts. <laughs> There was a pause. Edgar cleared his throat. Any more questions? People looked around the room, but no one had any questions. All right, then, we'll divide into groups. I believe Ted has already assigned each of you to one. Can the kidnappers come over here with me? The guards will convene at that end of the room with Michael. And if the administration team could follow Ted, he'll take you to the computer in the office and show you the database. Thanks for your time, everyone. I'm looking forward to working with all of you. Please feel free to email me if you have any questions or concerns along the way. So I don't really need to ask <laughs> why you picked this one because we both know. Can I say I we we have like a short list of recordings to go through and I was just going through them and stumbled upon this one and was like, I love this. This is hilarious. And then I found out it was John Steiner and went, This happens every time. He just speaks to you. He just... He, I, I just like his comedy. Mm -hmm. I just like it. It just works. Mm -hmm. And for example, this one, I just... I, I've been in that meeting so many times. 
There are words from that story that are verbatim from my emails. Yeah. It's scary. <laughs> like, it was it was like watching Utopia with a bit more storyline. <laughs> I, I mean, I, should, should be clear, have never been in a meeting about kidnappings. It was, it was more about the other stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I've been in the room when we've had to do that. And thank you to Kylie for organizing the catering. And everyone has to thank you, Kylie. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the only reason that everyone's at the meeting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Kylie's organized cakes. Yeah. It's going to be great. It's going to be cakes there. So let's all go. And I just, the biggest thing that struck me was... Um, because it's something I've noticed as well, just like in the news when they talk about um, the new ways that they're doing scams and things like that, is is the commonality of best practice. So <laughs> annoyingly, there's often a best way to do things. And so every workplace is the same, <laughs> including criminal ones. <laughs> and I, I think It's like this- annoying Martin in accounting and the terrorist groups. Yeah, Mm -hmm. really captured this perfectly. Just (laughs) did good. Yeah, no, it was brilliant. Uh, I thought it actually presents itself as a really good writing exercise Mm. for writers. If you take a situation that you are so dead inside familiar with, Mm. you understand the language, you understand the characters, you understand all the ins and outs of this situation. And then you just swap out the content. Yeah. Just swap out what people say and replace it with something else. And you end up with these kind of amazing stories of the Monday morning meeting about kidnapping. Yeah. That's, yeah, it, like using business jargon so completely out of place and it just, it, it, creates comedy where otherwise like it would be a lot harder or you know like because the content it's, itself is funny but the the shell that it's wrapped in is fantastic mm. and um yeah i just fiona also i i, I want to give my respect to fiona she had some good questions in there good questions good insights which, to be honest, has not been my experience in meetings. No one ever asks good questions. That's ridiculous. They're only there for the carrot cake. That's the brilliant carrot cake. I feel like I would be close friends with Ted from admin. I was like admin people. <laughs> they know everything. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I just, I thought it was hilarious. Agreed. Classic so, yeah. Steiner. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have to just start like checking all the authors before I listen to these things because otherwise I will just end up inadvertently accidentally picking signers every week well that's what happened in season that's, one of it's, this podcast it's, it's happened a number of times <laughs> we had to hide John Steiner's <laughs> stories away from you because <laughs> I just What's so annoying as I get to the end of the story because like I want to talk about this and I want to make you listen to it and then and then and then I look at the stuff and I'm like oh she's just gonna get annoyed at me <laughs> we have to have diversity and variety you know because this is this is a podcast about many different Australian stories 
not just on John Steiner's. Not the John Steiner podcast. Yeah. Maybe you know? that's your next adventure. <laughs> but, you know, for, 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 for me and, and others out there like myself, you can get all of, of John Stein. Well, not all. I'm sure he's got new ones. But um, you can this, definitely get Last Wilkies and other stories. Yes. This story is in the Last Wilkies anthology available from shortaustralianstories.com.au. Whereas you can also find some more info on our podcast. We are supported by the Australia Council for the Arts. Yeah. I would love to hear. I mean, this was also probably our first foray into quite a long short story. Mm. So feel free to let us know what you thought on our Facebook page. Rate, review and subscribe. Stay caffeinated. <laughs> <laughs>